I'm Yamilka Rodriguez, and this is the Brand Therapist Podcast, where we come together and deep dive into the psychology of branding. We live in a new era that asks us to step up and show our individuality, learn what makes us unique and different in this world. Let's open the door to possibilities so you can win in business, life, and relationships, because everything starts with you. Hello, and welcome to the Brand Therapist podcast show. I'm so excited to be here. I have an amazing guest for you today, and I'm going to go ahead, and before we get started, I'm going to read her bio. So this is Roshanda Harris. She's a seasoned sponsored research administrator, leader with 25 years of experience in the field and 20 years of management. She's an assistant vice president for research focusing on post award and contractual compliance at Penn State University. And she's part-time adjunct professor, faculty member, teaching remotely in the Master of Research Administration graduate program at Job Hopkins University and the owner of Purple Sheep Consulting. Welcome, welcome, Rashonda. We want to know all about what is Purple Sheep Consulting and why do you call it that? Sure. So first, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to be here. It is called Purple Sheep Consulting because I named it after my thesis for my doctoral program. And Purple Sheep is someone from a underrepresented group or minority that has been discounted and overlooked that still rises to the occasion and becomes a force to be reckoned with. So if you know anything about sheep, you know they're actually pretty smart, they're very resilient and can be very much stoic and strategic. And so that's the name. Oh, I love that. Okay. I tell everybody that this wouldn't be a brand therapist podcast if we didn't talk about childhood. So tell me a story about your childhood that kind of got you to where you are today. Sure. I was raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, South Philadelphia to be exact. I grew up in a mixed neighborhood of Black and Italians. My father was a chef in an Italian restaurant. My grandmother raised me with my father and she was a school teacher. And she really laid a really solid foundation of what it means to work hard and to earn your place in life. And as the eldest, I got a lot of that tutelage. I was taught early on that I had to make a good name for my siblings. And so that's kind of where, you know, it's created my work ethic and leads me here today. Oh, I love that story. I love everybody's story. It's so amazing to me. Okay. Continuing on, we always talk in this program about fame and fame is about having an impact. So I always like to ask my guests a fame story and fame story isn't just for the famous, but it's about a moment in your life where you had an impact. So can you tell us a story about a moment in your life where you had an impact? Sure. I would say within the field of research administration, I didn't realize the footprint that I was leaving until later on. And so one of the things that's always been very important to me, and it's also a foundation by which Purple Sheep Consulting is built, is on mentorship. I realized hearing my mentees talk about the impact that I've had on them 
of the impact that I was leaving. And it makes my heart very warm when I hear how well they're doing and I see. I'm, all, I'm always grateful to be able to be a not only a mentor, a sponsor, and an advocate, but I just love being a cheerleader. So whenever they're doing anything, I'm the first person that's going to be on the front line cheering them on, and they will tell you that. And so one time I just happened to be sitting in the front row of one of my mentees who was giving a presentation, and he just gave me my flowers. And I don't know if you know what that term means, but it's a term that um, it's like a colloquialism that um, Black people use, which means when people pass away, they give them all these flowers, they can't smell them. Well, if you give people their flowers in life now, they get to enjoy them now. And so he, in the essence, gave me my flowers and just said what an amazing impact I had on his life. And that really made me realize just how much an impact I've made and just how valuable the work is that I do. Oh, well, you just taught me something today. I did not know that term. And I'm going to try to see if I can use that in the future. <laughs> Love that. It's so beautiful. I had you do a test, the brand persona profile test, and you came out as a caregiver. And so I'm going to read this to you. And then I'm going to have you tell me the definition of these five words behind my card in your own words, because we all have, even though a word may seem similar to us, we all have a particular definition for it. So here it is. A caregiver sees the need in the world and is attracted to experiences that make them feel needed and appreciated. The motivation is family. The need is to support others. The fear is lack of understanding. And the behavior says cares about working closely with others, draws sincere concern about people's well-being and personal development. How does that sound for you? It sounds pretty accurate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this test never fails, I have to say. Sometimes people say, are you a psychic? I'm like, no, 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 no. This is psychology and it just works. So it's really interesting because I love caregivers that kind of decide to do their own business and are entrepreneurs because they are the most service-oriented people. Now, I think one of the things that caregivers need to learn in this lifetime is setting boundaries. And as long as you set boundaries, which seems like you're a very, a person who kind of does that, the caregiver can really thrive. I think caregivers, when I say, you know, you're a caregiver and they haven't set boundaries, they kind of freak out a little bit because they're like, I don't want to be a caregiver. So it's like, no, the best thing you could have done is to be a caregiver because you're going to have a business that thrives. All you need to do is really set boundaries so you can thrive in that environment. You know how we say in the airplane, put your mask on before you can help others. And I think as long as the caregiver really understands that concept, they will thrive in any situation. So I'm going to ask you these five words and I want to know how you define them. So the first one is helpful. Helpful to me means that I help you to do something that is important for you. Sometimes we often get things misguided by helping people and assuming that we know what they need. I don't assume what you need. I help you by what you're trying to do and help yourself. So in essence, I'm just trying to help you to move a little faster in what you're already doing. I love that. Responsible. Means that you do the right thing even when no one's looking. 
And as an eldest child, I've had to be very responsible. So I know that one all too well. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Empathetic. Uh, it means understanding. It also means uh, the use of emotional intelligence. Because sometimes we can be overly empathetic, which allows us to blur our boundaries. But if we utilize emotional intelligence, we use it to regulate our empathy and how we utilize it. Oh, I love that. Nurturing. That's the caregiving side. I'm also a Leo, so I'm a lioness, true lioness and her cubs. So I'm always making sure everybody is okay. I'm the person that makes sure everybody gets home. You know, I'm making sure that you eat. Do you need a water? Are you okay? But also, I'm also very conscious, you know, since the pandemic, one of the main things that I'm always checking on is the mental well-being, you know, ensuring that everybody is taking a break or how are you really, you know, not how is the work, but how are you personally? And so I think that's what it means to be nurturing for me. Great. And the last one, supportive. Supportive is, you know, I mentioned about being a mentor and I love being a mentor. It's also about cheering people on, you know being there, showing up for, you know, their moments and supporting their journey as well and being present. I love that. As we continue on, let me ask you, what is Rashonda's brand all about? Your personal brand? You know, my personal brand is one that is loyalty beyond anything, right? But I'm not loyal to a default. I'm loyal. I'm consistent. I'm also very reliable. One of the things that you will notice with me is the quality. Everybody who's ever dealt with me knows that the quality of what I expect is high because I'm going to give you the same output that I expect. And the reason for that is, you know, whether we realize it or not, you know, sometimes we expect more than we give others, but I expect what I give. So that's the difference. Yeah. The way that you said that is just so beautiful. And, you know, I love having intelligent women on this show because it really shows not just empathy, but also your true essence of who you are and what you do. So with that, what is your greatest fear? Uh, you know, my greatest fear is I have two beautiful young women that I gave birth to. I'm actually going to go back to my tagline for what my brand is. My tagline is aim to inspire, not compete. And so my greatest fear is that I have not inspired them enough. My goal is always to, they're my first priority. Everything else is a bonus. And so if I have inspired them in this life to be the very best that they can be as young women to also light the torches of others, then, you know, I've, I've not done my job as a mother. So I would say that will be my greatest fear. We thank our sponsor, BespokeBranding.io. Tailored branding to reach your ideal client. Gain a deeper level of understanding to empower your brand and purpose and rule the market. We know what it's like to journey from a place of feeling overwhelmed and undervalued to being powerful, understood, and authentic. Your brand identity allows you to live your purpose. The Brand Therapist has 20 years of branding and design experience, has transformed billion-dollar brands, and has eight plus years of guiding women entrepreneurs to realize their potential. I invite you to take the brand quiz and you can find it at www.bespokebranding.io. You talked about mentorship and you talked about how you're a mentor to others. And I always like to ask, 
we don't get to where we are without help, without somebody to lend us a hand, without a mentor, a guide, or whatever you want to call it. Can you tell me a story of somebody who helped you and helped you to get to where you are today? First and foremost, Purple Sheep Consulting, we have a group that is called Black Women Who Mentor. And basically, I formed a community of Black women who can mentor other Black women because as a Black woman who grew up in this field, having a mentor was not something that I was readily afforded. And so I have what I've come to call my advisory panel because it's a group of people who have guided me in some way that I have so much respect and admiration for throughout my journey. And so I will actually go back to a person who she really helped me get started in where I am. Her name is Heidi Grumwald. I was working at Temple University and she, as a white woman, was an ally to me. And although that word wasn't being used at that time, that's indeed what she was. She became a sponsor and she really helped me launch my career and to be seen as a expert in this field and a leader. She simply could not go to a conference and she asked me to go in her place. And the rest is history. You know, I went there and the funny thing about that story is my first conference, my first speaking engagement, I was so nervous. My session was supposed to be an hour and I think I got finished in like 19 minutes. <laughs> I, I sped right through the entire presentation and everybody was in the audience looking at me and it was like, well, you did good. You know what you're talking about. And so we used the rest of the time for Q&A, which was great, but it was such a learning experience. And, you know, I guess it's almost like baptism by fire where I got right in the deep in the pool and I learned I could swim. But I thank her so much for that because she has been priceless and really setting the stage for me and, and showing me that I could do more than I even thought I was capable. So I, I have so much respect and admiration for her. And I don't even know if she knows that, but she's very much near and dear to my heart. And she's a person who I still keep in touch with. Um, we chat from time to time and I can always use her as a resource and I've come to be one for her as well. So well we'll make sure she gets a hold of this podcast <laughs> so she can hear all your praises. So tell me three lessons learned that you've kind of taken up over the learning of being a business owner. Sure. Being a business owner is that it's okay to make mistakes. That's how you learn. Mistakes are simply learning opportunities. Know that that's the first one. It's okay to make mistakes. The second is it's okay to get help. We can't do it all. As much as we think we are a one person shop, having help recognizes that one, you need it and you want to make sure that there are no deficiencies in your business. And so you're getting help so that you can provide the level of service you want to represent your business. And third, knowing when to say no, you know, as much as we like to take on all the business we possibly can, if I can't do it in the service level that I would like to give all of my customers and I won't take it on. However, I will pass it on to someone else to give them an opportunity because that just makes more sense than doing something poorly. I love that. So what's the future for Rashonda? Where do you see yourself in the next five or even 10 years from now? Sure. So first and foremost, at the end of this year, I will be Dr. Harris. So that's first and foremost. I'm really excited about that. But in the next five years, I really see Purple Sheep Consulting rising to be a true competitor among consultants. And although we're starting off as a small business, I think we will be rising to be more competitive. We will be entering the field of diversity, equity, and inclusion, focusing on privilege, justice, and belonging. And we'll also be looking more into running different cohorts for 
mentor um, programs. Um, like I said, that's something that's near and dear to my heart. So I'm always going to be focused there. But I may eventually become a university president or a provost. So maybe that's in the 10-year plan. Oh, I love that. I live here in Louisville, Kentucky, and I've been, I teach at the university and I've been very honored to have met one of the university provosts and incredible women. I mean, I love when, you know, you have these very smart women who rise to the challenge. I also know a smaller university that also I'm very connected to the president, also a woman. And so I just love talking to these very intellectual types, but they have such a great vision for the future. And I know that the more that we can help other women rise and other women of color rise too, I think the more capacity we have to have a world that is more just, you know, that is more fair, that can thrive. So I love your vision for the future. And that seems very exciting. I just started my PhD. This is my first, I just took my first class, not for the faint of heart, I have to say. <laughs> it is definitely not, it's definitely not, but I commend you and congratulate you on beginning the journey because for me, it was something I talked about and I meant to do it as soon as I finished my master's and five years passed. And I said, you know what? I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to start right now and I'm finished just like that. So it's, I'm, I'm nearing the end of the tunnel. And so I prayerfully, I will be defending my thesis this fall and graduating this winter. Oh, wow. That's so exciting. So tell us, Rashonda, where do you like to hang out on the socials? We want to hear like where we can connect with you. How can we reach out to you if we'd want to know more about your services and your consulting services? Sure. So first and foremost, I absolutely love history, but I also love teaching. And so I'm very involved with the National uh, Council of Re University Research Administrators. It's called INCURA. And I'm also a member of the Society for Research Administrators, which is SRA. And so I'm often at their conferences, teaching, lending my talents and services to create a pipeline for future research administrators, which is very important for me. But if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can reach me at purplesheepconsulting.com. has all of my contact information. We're on every platform. Please, you know, look us up, follow us. We have very exciting content. We try to keep everyone engaged. And we also will have a podcast coming in the fall, um, which will be called The Purple Sheep Diaries. So stay tuned. Oh, I love it. I love when people start their podcasts, especially women, because I think there's so much to talk about. And, you know, I'll tell you at the beginning of my journey of podcasting, I really didn't know what I was doing, to be honest. And as I started to do this, I love the conversations. I love the connection. I loved the stories. And so at this time, I kind of have to say that I just really enjoy it. And I couldn't see myself not doing it. So I wish you the best on that. And I'm sure you'll have a ball having your own podcast. Thank you. I um, I think if you like, do, like what you do, you never have to work, right? You enjoy it. Exactly. I so agree with that. Thank you, Rashonda, for being on the Brown Therapist Show. Thank you, everybody, for being such great listeners. 
I wish you all the best and I can't wait to hear what the future brings to you. Thank you so much again for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to The Brand Therapist. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. If you would like to connect on social, you can find me at Yamoka Rodriguez Branding or bespokebranding.io. And if you would like to do the brand character quiz, go to bespokebranding.io and click on brand quiz. Or you can email me at yamilka at yamilka.com. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.